Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grizz Weekly Grind, a proud affiliate of the Basketball Podcast Network. I'm Pete Pranica, TV voice of the Memphis Grizzlies, and your host for the program. This is episode 53. We are through the NBA draft. We have had the introductory press conference with Zaire Williams, the 10th overall pick in the draft selected by the Memphis Grizzlies, and we are now heading toward Summer League. Today's show is being brought to you by DraftKings. The games are underway, and DraftKings is bringing you to the podium. DraftKings free-to-play pools are available every day of the games in Tokyo, and they're offering a free shot at up to $50,000 in total cash prizes. That's up to $50,000 up for grabs, and the best part is that it is free to play. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. All you have to do is download the DraftKings app, go to Pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's events and then track your results throughout the evening to see if you will achieve a victory. Questions will range from medal count to questions specific to the USA team. DraftKings, well, you know they're safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. So download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $50,000 in total cash prizes every day of the games in Tokyo. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. All right, so what do we got on tap for episode 53 of the Grizz Weekly Grind brought to you by DraftKings? Well, we have gone through the NBA draft, and the Grizzlies made two selections, and they executed a couple of deals, obviously the one uh, with the New Orleans Pelicans, an agreement in principle to uh, swap picks. So the Grizzlies moved from 17 to 10th and inside the lottery with that deal uh, with the New Orleans Pelicans. Grizzlies also executing a trade to get out of the second round and into the first round, getting the 30th overall pick from the Utah Jazz and the Grizzlies selecting Santi Aldama, the Spaniard who played his collegiate basketball at Loyola of Maryland. So uh, he is a Memphis Grizzly, as is Zaire Williams. The picks were surprising to a lot of people on the outside and certainly a big surprise to anybody who put together a mock draft. Although I think anybody who put together a mock draft was surprised by a lot of things that happened. Uh, it was a very intriguing draft night and a lot of guys going in slots other than where they had been pegged, at least according to the, uh, to the mock drafts. So we'll break down the Grizzlies decision-making process in making those two selections. We'll do that. But first, let's get into the NBA Summer League season. Grizzlies, one of a handful of teams who are participating in not one but two summer leagues this season. Recent history, uh, there's been the California Classic, and there is again this year. It's, it's played at Golden One Center in Sacramento. The Kings hosting the Golden State Warriors and the Miami Heat and the Los Angeles Lakers in a four-team round robin. And at the same time, the Utah Jazz are hosting the Salt Lake City Summer League, uh, where they have two teams of Utah Jazz, uh, also the San Antonio Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies. This Grizzlies have now made it a tradition to uh, play in that round robin before going on to Las Vegas. All 30 NBA teams will be in Las Vegas as per usual this year. Uh, that will start on August the 8th and will run through the 17th. A uh, little bit of a change with this year's NBA Summer League, I think more than anything else because the summer has become so truncated for everybody, for front offices, for coaches, for athletic trainers, and certainly for the people uh, who run the NBA. Uh, they have been on a treadmill really ever since the, um, the bubble in Orlando. 
uh, you know, you had you had a champion crowned, and then you had a very very short off season, and then you play a seventy two game schedule, and then you have the playoffs, and right into the draft, and right into uh, right into summer league, and then right into next season, as training camps will open on September the 29th. So we are very very close to uh, uh, getting back to full time NBA basketball, but. Here's how it breaks down. The, the Grizzlies playing a total of three games uh, in Utah. They have played two already. And the Grizzlies' summer league roster, it's, it's a mix of guys who have been rotational players along with guys who have been uh, part of the Memphis hustle of the G League and, and some other guys that they just want to get a look at. Uh, John Conchar, Desmond Bain, Sean McDermott, Killian Tilly, and Xavier Tillman all on the at least Salt Lake City summer league roster remains to be seen if these guys are going to go to Vegas as well I would imagine that they would uh, other notable names on the Salt Lake City roster Shaq Buchanan and Ahmad Caver uh, both of them playing previously for the Memphis Hustle so uh, Memphis goes into uh, Salt Lake City and game number one they end up winning on Tuesday night 104-65 this was a mismatch from the word go predominantly because the five guys who uh, I just mentioned, Conchar, Bain, McDermott, Tilly, and Tillman, uh, were were the big guys in that particular game. Uh, Desmond Bain with 14 points. Romeo Weems, who's getting a look by the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, really did a good job. Had 17 points in that game. Uh, Tillman, a double-double, 11 points, 13 rebounds. This is where the veteran experience of the Grizzlies showed in the summer league game as they forced 21 turnovers from the Utah Jazz held the Jazz to 33 percent shooting meanwhile they shot 48 percent and won it going away as they said 104 to 65. Um, Wednesday night it was an entirely different story uh, the Grizzlies sat their five their fabulous five of Conchar, Bain, McDermott, Tilly and Tillman. Uh, Shaq Buchanan uh playing really well in that game. Uh, that was against the Jazz white team. The game one was against the Jazz blue team. Shaq Buchanan with 17 points to lead the Grizzlies. But Yudoka Azubuki, 23 points and 11 rebounds. And the Utah Jazz very, very high on this big. And uh, Utah taking the game 94-75. to The Grizzlies will wrap up their summer league experience in Salt Lake City on Friday as they take on the San Antonio Spurs. Grizzlies will then travel immediately to Las Vegas to get ready for their summer league uh, play at Thomas and Mack Center and also at Cox Pavilion. The way that summer league is being structured this year in Las Vegas, a departure from previous years and simply because the offseason has been so truncated, and I think the NBA wisely is just trying to give teams a break physically and mentally. When you think about how this whole thing has, has gone on, uh, you've gone from the bubble in Orlando and the playoffs and the finals, and then you're getting ready for a 72-game season, trying to figure out when that's going to start and all the meetings that had to take place in order to get that negotiated – and then you play the 72-game season, and then you have the playoffs and the NBA draft combine and the NBA draft itself, and then you have summer league. And I think the NBA just wants everybody associated with the association uh, to have a mental and physical break because it really has been grueling. COVID has thrown the NBA schedule completely uh, out of whack, and so that's why they are not having – the tournament that they typically would have. Normally, 
you'd play some preliminary games, uh, and then they would start seeding teams, and then you'd play a double elimination tournament, and and then you'd have a champion. This year, what they were doing with the uh, Summer League in Vegas is every team is going to be playing five games. The first four are scheduled. The fifth game, uh, the top two teams will meet for a championship, and the rest of the fifth games are just going to be kind of ad hoc, trying to match up teams with best matchup, maybe the most television appeal, uh, record-wise, things of that nature. So it's going to be kind of um, kind of arbitrary, I think, for that fifth game. So uh, game time and broadcast information for the Memphis Grizzlies in Las Vegas. Uh, on August the 9th, they will play Brooklyn. That game will air on ESPN2. That will tip at 4 o'clock Memphis time. Two days later on the 11th, uh, Grizzlies will take on Miami. That will be on NBA TV. That will tip at 4 o'clock Memphis time. And uh, guess who's going to be calling that game with Brendan Haywood? Yeah, it would be me. Uh, very happy to be back with NBA TV and calling some games for them on the 11th and 12th. Grizzlies game three will be on the 13th of August as they take on Sacramento. That will be on ESPNU, and that will air at 8 o'clock Central time. And then on the 15th, the Grizzlies will take on the Chicago Bulls. That will air at 9 o'clock Central Time. That will also be on NBA TV. And as I said, the fifth game is yet to be determined uh, as far as opponent and time and TV coverage and all that. So uh, that's what's going on with the Memphis Grizzlies in Summer League. And, uh, it, you know, the, the Grizzlies, look, if they want to play Conchar, Bain, McDermott, Tilly, and Tillman, they probably could win Summer League. Because those guys have some fairly significant NBA experience, and uh, you just never know how teams approach summer league. If if they want to get their first and second year guys some extra work, and they really want to get work in and and win some games, or do you want to take a look at some younger guys who are are fringe guys? I would imagine Shaq Buchanan and Ahmad Cave are going to get a serious look. Eves Ponds uh, out of the University of Tennessee got a look in game two. In Salt Lake City, I would imagine that uh, he's going to get a look. Romeo Weems, based on what he did in Game 1 in Utah, probably also going to get a long look. So the Grizzlies will take a look at these guys. And these guys are playing, if not for a spot with the Memphis Grizzlies, they're potentially playing for a spot in Europe. One of the best things about going to Las Vegas for Summer League is that every coach, every general manager, every scout is there. And I think even though COVID is limiting uh attendance to everybody who is fully vaccinated and, and can produce a negative test, I, I think there's still going to be a lot of people there. And so if you are a, a fringe guy that, you know, well, maybe I'll be in the G League. Well, maybe you go to Europe. And and so everything that they do, uh, they're not necessarily trying to win a spot with the team whose jersey they are wearing. They may be just trying to win a spot somewhere in the world and have an opportunity to play professional basketball and eventually get back. And when I prepare for games and I, and I go through the bios for uh, a lot of these players, you know, some of your 10th, 11th, 12th guys, they have played summer league with multiple teams before they finally found a fit and an opportunity that allowed them to be on a full-time basis in the NBA. So it, it's it's really it's a basketball festival. Uh, sometimes the quality of play isn't all that good, but the people watching is fantastic, certainly, and you're in Vegas in the summer. So anytime you can be indoors uh, and in air conditioning is usually a pretty good thing. So that's what's going on with Summer League. Let's get on now to the NBA draft and what the Grizzlies did. Before we get to the draft news, a couple of housekeeping items. Number one is if you are enjoying the Grizz Weekly Grind, wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or Google, would love it if you would leave a rating and a review. 
And if uh, you have any suggestions or thoughts about what we should add to the podcast or how we should uh, work with it, happy to entertain your questions and uh, your concerns. If uh, you also want to leave me a DM, my DMs are open on Twitter at Pete Pranica. So uh, let me know what you think of the show. And uh, if you have any suggestions for improvement or other things you might want to do, always happy to listen to those as well. Item number two, I am now on Cameo. So if you are looking for a personalized greeting from the voice of the Memphis Grizzlies, I'm happy to produce that for you. Go to Cameo.com, search Pete Pranica, and you will find the rates and all the information on how to get a personalized message from me to someone in your life. I have done several already. They're great fun to do. I really enjoy doing them. I've done them for birthdays. I've done them for encouragement. Uh, I have done them for graduations. I've done them for Father's Day. So whatever the special occasion is, I am happy to produce one of those special greetings for you. As I said, just go to Cameo, search my name, Pete Pranica, and you will find me there. And uh, I can put together a greeting that uh, hopefully will bring a smile to somebody's face. And yes, I will say hammer nail coffin if you ask me to. <laughs> I will I will do that for you. All right, let's get to the NBA draft and what the Grizzlies did. I think everybody was uh, pretty much in tune with the fact that the Grizzlies had entered into an agreement in principle with the New Orleans Pelicans to swap picks in the first round from 17 to 10 and then to swap from 51 to 40 in the second round. Grizzlies made a subsequent deal with the Utah Jazz to get into the first round and pick with the 30th overall pick. Grizzlies with that pick picked Santi Aldama, a Spaniard who played his collegiate basketball for Loyola of Maryland, uh, a, a guy that many felt would be certainly available in the second round, but the Grizzlies uh, traded up and, and got him at 30. They felt very good about him. Uh, Aldama, dominant in the Patriot League, and of course the caveat there, you know, the Patriot League, and, and not meaning to disparage it in any way, shape, or form, but uh, it was, uh, you know, they didn't play much in the way of out-of-conference games. They played the same teams over and over again, and obviously uh, the Patriot League is, is not the ACC, and it's not the Pac-12 or the Big Ten. Uh, so, you know, you, you wonder about the uh, level of competition that he faced. But the co level of competition he did face, he did dominate. And a big, who was a very gifted passer, uh, another one of these guys who was a little bit of a late bloomer in his career, and uh, so guard skills in the size of a, in the body of a big, uh, at this point, he did not he did not participate in the draft combine, did not participate really in any draft workouts at all, and he is in Spain, not anticipating uh, that he would be in Las Vegas. Now, there'd been no official word from the Grizzlies whether or not he would come over, but it, it just seems at this point there ha there hasn't been any. Yeah, we're we're going to bring him over. And he's going to play summer league ball with us. Uh, the thought. Could be that he could be uh, on a two-way contract and, and could end up playing in South Haven for the Memphis Hustle. Or perhaps the Grizzlies may say, you, you know, you need a little bit more bulk. You need a little bit more strength. Go play in the ACB for a year. We retain your draft rights, and, and eventually you come to Memphis. But uh, at least for the moment, you know, just, just remain in Spain. Remain at home. We'll give you a workout uh, regimen that we'd like you to follow and uh, go ahead and play in, in the Spanish League or, or somewhere else in Europe. So uh, we don't have any clarity on that at this point. We do have a lot of clarity, uh, obviously, on the number 10 overall pick by the Memphis Grizzlies, Zaire Williams, out of Stanford. One year at Stanford that was really messed up because of COVID. Uh, COVID and the regulations that followed from it uh, were really, really rigid and really strong in California. And so as a result, Stanford, 
you know, they didn't know when their next game was going to be. They spent most of the season in a hotel. Uh, Zaire also had two deaths in the family during the course of the basketball season. And so when people look at his numbers, which were not impressive by any stretch of the imagination, now you understand why in so many mock drafts he was he was looked at to be perhaps in the low teens. And that was why this was such a tremendous surprise to many of the people who religiously follow the mock drafts that the Grizzlies got him at 10. Grizzlies choosing to look past what happened at Stanford because it was such a crazy year. When you talk to Zach Kleiman, the Grizzlies general manager in the Grizzlies front office, they will tell you that they loved Zaire going back to his days in high school. This is a kid who played high-level basketball, played with LeBron James' kid, played with Dwayne Wade's kid. So he's been around high-level basketball, and he has achieved at that level. He was the Los Angeles Times High School Player of the Year. There's a lot of talent there. There's a lot of upside there with him. 6'9", long wingspan, playmaker, score, and do a little bit of everything. He's the Swiss Army Knife type player that, that everybody is looking for right now. Obviously did not show it statistically during his one year at Stanford, but the Grizzlies felt very, very good about his work ethic. They felt very good about his character. And when we hear the audio from his introductory press conference, you're, you're going to feel the same way. This is a kid comes from a really good family background. Parents are both military. His father's a Marine, uh, his mom in the Air Force. So there is an era of accountability with him, work ethic with him. He does not come to this opportunity with the Grizzlies as a one and done from Stanford, does not come to this opportunity with a sense of entitlement, that, that it's all going to be handed to him. He understands that he has to work very, very hard. Chose the number eight. And he chose it because of his affection for Kobe Bryant and, and admitted during the course of the press conference, if I'm going to wear number eight, I really, really have to work hard because that is one of the defining characteristics of Kobe Bryant. So he's going to work hard, does not come to this situation with a sense of entitlement. I think he's going to work very, very hard. Uh, he's been working out in Las Vegas. They've been putting him on a, a diet of 5,000 calories, trying to bulk him up a little bit. And another thing that Williams mentioned during his introductory press conference the fact that he models his game after Kevin Durant. So if if the Grizzlies can somehow get Slim Reaper 2.0, that would be a tremendous hit for the Memphis Grizzlies. Controversy about this pick, particularly those who follow the mock drafts, uh, you know, because as as I said, many mock drafts had him available in the teens and and maybe even lower than that. So why did the Grizzlies trade up to get him at 10? Well, the Grizzlies actually had really good intelligence that he was not going to last much past 10. Certainly was not going to be there at 17. I think other teams had bought into his potential and his upside and were choosing to discount what happened or did not happen at Stanford in terms of his statistical production. Uh, because that was part of the criticism. You know, why did you trade from 17 to 10? He was going to be there at 17. Well, the Grizzlies had pretty good intelligence. He would not be there at 17. And and so they went ahead and, and they made that deal. And Zach Kleiman, to his credit, you know, number one, this is a front office that has had more hits than misses. Number two, it's a front office that doesn't leak things. Uh, they, they keep things very, very close to the vest, which is probably another reason why this was a surprise. Uh, and the Grizzlies, whether it was keeping it close to the vest or putting a, a good smoke screen, yeah, I have no idea because there were so many other players that, uh, you know, people felt that would, would go to Memphis at 10, but it didn't work out that way. But Zach Kleiman also admitting it, it's a bit of an upside pick. And this is 
a pick that goes against the recent history of the Grizzlies where they have gone with players like Xavier Tillman and Desmond Bain, guys that have been in college for more than one year, that have a little bit more of a proven track record, that have a little bit more maturity, not only in their games, but also in their physical presence. This is going to be a, a bit of a project, and, and not a project in a bad way, but it is going to be a process with Zaire Williams. He's going to have to gain weight. He's going to have to gain strength. Well, we've seen that from John Morant, so we know that it is certainly possible for that to happen. One of the things that Zach Kleiman said, the lower body force uh, that that he exhibited during his testing uh, was was as good, if not better, than anybody else currently on the roster. So so clearly this guy's got springs in his legs, and and there is an opportunity there for him to develop his body. And the Grizzlies' performance staff is one of the best in the NBA, so I would imagine that they are going to have a, a pretty detailed plan. And again, just listening to Zaire Williams and talk about his desire to be an excellent basketball player and his work ethic, uh, he he's going to get there. But having said all that, you know, Zach Kleiman did say, yeah, this, this is a bit of a swing. Uh, it, it is a bit of an upside pick. It's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a departure from the way the Grizzlies had done business with the draft in the past. But they just felt at this point, if you are going to go and aspire to be even better, sometimes you do have to take an upside pick. And they see that the trajectory of Zaire Williams is going to be a positive one for the Memphis Grizzlies, and uh, you know that he can grow into being one of the one of the core members of this franchise. So they feel very, very good about him. This, and I know that everybody says after the draft, "Hey, we got the guy we wanted." Well, in this case, they they, they really did, uh, and they, as I said. Fell in love with him in high school, knew of his ability, knew of his personality, knew of how he approached the game, and uh, we're just delighted to be able to get him at 10th overall in the NBA draft. Enough of my prattling on. Why don't we hear from the kid himself? A very, very impressive introductory press conference for Zaire Williams, starting with his emotions when he found out he had been selected by the Memphis Grizzlies. So it was a lot of different emotions, you know, happy, anxious, you know, a little nervous. Um, you know, me and Joe and my family, you know, we're talking the whole time on different possibilities and outcomes. But, um, you know, the, throughout the whole process, you know, I was just trying to stay calm, um, just keep my trust in God. You know, I know he has a plan for me. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to control what I can. You know, I worked so hard in the offseason, um, you know, working on my body, uh, my, uh, my mental, my physical, everything. So... Um, it prepared me well enough for the workouts, and um, I'm super excited to be at Memphis Grizzly. You know, this is where I wanted to be. Um, you know, I kept that a secret because I didn't want to mess it up, but this is honestly, truthfully, you know, my family will tell you, um, Tayshawn, man, the whole, Zach, everyone, like, this is really where I wanted to be. So words can ex um, express just how excited and blessed I am to be a part of this organization. So then the obvious follow-up question at the press conference, why did you like Memphis so much? <laughs> It's, I feel like it's the perfect fit for me. Um, just a, a great young co uh, front office, coaching staff, players. Um, and, you know, I just felt the love since day one. I felt, you know, when I watched games, um, I feel like I could be that that big wing um, that the team needs, you know, for um, both offensively and defensively, just providing that versatility and um, just being an extra threat. So I'm excited to, you know, be a part of this organization and, um, and work with the staff, the coaches, the the physical trainers, the everyone, man. I'm just, I'm super just honored to be here. Zaire was also asked to comment on finally finding a home in Memphis after what was pretty much a vagabond year with the Stanford Cardinal last year due to COVID. 
man, it feels like just the whole just relief of the world is just off my shoulder, no doubt, man. Um, it was definitely a tough year, you know, just being just everywhere, you know, not knowing if you're going to be able to play your next game um, and where we're going to be. But like I said, man, I'm just super excited to be here. It's um, this is a dream come true. So my family, they're excited. It's, it's so good. You know, they sacrificed the world for me. So just to have them sitting right here and just, you know, watching me do this conference, like it's still like, I'm still <laughs> trying to just soak all this in, man. Honestly, it's, it's so surreal, uh, for real. So, you know, thank you to my mom and dad, man, for real. I wouldn't have done this without you guys. So um, they deserve a little round of applause, man, for real. <laughs> Zaire was also asked about the pre-draft process with the Grizzlies. So the process, um, thing I loved about it most was just, you know, just seeing myself getting better every day, you know, getting stronger. You know, my jumper was feeling more crisp. My handle was feeling tighter. You know, me and Joe, we worked in Impact in Vegas for, you know, six hours a day, you know, two lifts, two shooting workouts, you know, um, the physical therapy eating almost 5,000 calories a day, you know, um, I really like, you know, kind of took myself to another level um, that I didn't know I could tap into. So, and I know as I continue to uh, improve and develop, I will continue to uh, elevate um, and be pushed. So um, just the whole, just really just everything, man, just, you know, just having a chance to just, you know, work on my skills and then perform in the workouts. It's, um, it's been super fun. Zaire also expressed his total buy-in to the Grizzlies program and willingness to work very hard. 100% bought-in. I'm not coming in expecting anything. I'm not coming in thinking I've, you know, I've earned anything. You know, I just want to come in and just work from day one, learn from, you know, Coach um, and Zach and all the players and um, just work my hardest every day, you know, whatever comes out of it um, will happen. I know they have a great plan for me now and for me developing into the player I know I can become. So I'm just trusting the process. Um, trusting the process they have for me, and I'm just bought into the program and organization. So now that you heard from Zaire, what about the head coach, Taylor Jenkins, and what he expects? I would say everything that Zaire said, honestly. I mean, when we got to know him, uh, things that jumped out were obviously the person he was, the, his love for basketball, his love for truly getting better every single day. I mean, you obviously hear him in his own words talk about what he's been doing this summer, but he's been doing this his whole career. And as we outlined to him what our beliefs are for him as a player and, and a member of our organization, uh, he had a big smile on his face. Uh, he understood that he can be a big part of what we're doing here. You know, obviously his expectations are for a long career. In his own words, he was telling us, I want to be a contributor on a winning team for a really long time and win championships. So, um, you know, he knows we're going to push him. You know, he, he's in his own words told me, coach, I want you to push me. I'm going to give you everything I got. Uh, but he understands day one, he's going to come in here. And as he said, learn from, you know, all of his teammates, everyone in this organization, uh, because he's going to be a key contributor next year, moving forward, year after year after year. And the sky's the limit for him. And that's our belief in him and our understanding. And the fact that he's, you know, echoing that as well is going to be really exciting uh, to start, uh, you know, lacing him up. So, yeah, the day after the draft, that, that still is the honeymoon period. Grizzlies are very thrilled with the guy that they got in the NBA draft in Zaire Williams. Now it's a matter of putting in the work, getting him on the court, getting him some reps, getting him acclimated to the NBA, getting some more strength, getting some more weight on him. Uh, it, it is going to be a process. And uh, as he said during the course of his comments, uh, you know, you, you are going to go through the process. You are going to trust the process. But this is a kid, I think he was a high-character kid. He's a high-basketball talent kid. And I think he has all the... He has all the things in his favor 
uh, if he continues to work hard and continues to develop, I think that uh, the benefits will be evident for the Grizzlies. May not be fully evident in year one, but I think by the time you get to year two or year three, I think he's going to be a very, very good basketball player. And he certainly comes to a very good situation. A lot of young players, really good leadership, really good front office. So the opportunity is there for Zaire Williams to be a very good NBA player. We'll see how it all pans out, see if he ends up playing in Las Vegas. Speaking of which, I will be going to Las Vegas. I will be there for the first first two preliminary games for the Memphis Grizzlies and uh, we'll do my very best to try to get some intriguing interviews from some of the NBA personages that will be in attendance in Las Vegas and so you can look for all that on a future episode of the Grizz Weekly Grind. That's a wrap for episode 53 of the Grizz Weekly Grind brought to you by DraftKings. I'm Pete Pratica. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. 